This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You can add that to me. Hi, Swallowers. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Lavelle J, on Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery, and add the J for my Twitter account. And of course, I am joined here with the legendary Negroes I know. <laughs> joining me now is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. And y'all know these hosts can't outfloss me. Gator boots by Sergio Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that is from and that is from the what? Legendary Trina? I don't know if she's legendary. legendary. I don't know if she's legendary or not, but that's what she gave and I left for it. Yeah. Hi guys. Legendary like. <laughs> you know what? Don't do Katrina Laverne. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's legendary. Also joining me now is my lady, my lady, my lady, Lindsay (laughs) Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn's Wags. Hello, everybody. I think I should follow that up with some, you know, her daughters, the City Girls, and my favorite lyricist in that group, and this is my quotable. Miss Jatavia Shakara Johnson goes, I think her last name is Johnson. She says, she says, post up the food, but don't post the nigga. Post up the bag, but don't post the spinner. Kissing you tell, I'm a suspend you. Free game, but this pussy expensive. Okay, it's a word. (laughs) It's a word. <laughs> it's in the footnotes of the book of Nigelations. <laughs> <laughs> the introduction okay. though is wearing me. <laughs> right. Post up the bag. Yeah, because it's in the middle of the rap. That's not how it began. No, you have to give this bitch all three of her names. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Jatavia Shakara. <laughs> Dior. Dior. Okay. Dior Ibizu Ubu. Bye. Mugler. Speaking of City Girls, did y'all see motherfucking Sasha Obama rapping City Girls? <laughs> yes, I did. She know what time it is. I uh-huh. said, look a little Sasha. Uh-huh. I saw her. I'm like, do she know what she's saying? I saw her. Mm-hmm. You know what she's saying? I ain't she mad was, at it. It looked, it looked like she said a cuss word. I said, oh, wow. I she said the she N-word said a, and a cuss word. Oh, wow. She said, I ain't in the White House no more. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you make her sound like a homeless man? Right? Why'd you make her sound like that? <laughs> Gay. Sound like one of the cooks that got fired. Okay. <laughs> Eyes grown. <laughs> Listen, she that's nothing compared to Jenna and her twin sister and how they used to be in a club dancing the murder she wrote and 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 drunk. 
Yes, I'm talking about Murphy. And I don't even know if that's the song, but it probably was. (laughs) Okay. Oh my God. I am not mad at it. Well, now we're talking about the White House. Have y'all been playing? Paying close attention to the elections. You know I have. What's your thoughts on everything that's going on? I mean, they're trying to make it seem like Biden's ahead, and that sounds good, but I don't know, girls. I'm scared. This all feels very familiar. Yes, all too familiar. Really familiar from when Hillary was ahead in the polls. But you know what I will say? mm -hmm. These bitches couldn't take the fact that, you know, she did get the popular vote. Don't forget, however, when it came to dumbass electoral college, but, you know, she, you know, Biden is a man, so to me that makes me feel a little bit better, because, you know, this country's still not ready. No, they're not. For a woman president. which We deprived ourselves of Elizabeth Warren, who was obviously... I'll never forgive them for that. Yeah. But with with Biden being a man, you know, that makes me feel better that maybe he can win. So that's all I can say about that. And well, that, I'm gonna vote for the I'm gonna vote for the least racist on the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was and, my statement. Um, that's it. All I can do. I don't know what the fuck Trump talking about. I'm the least racist person in the room. He was not the least racist person in the room. Biden has that seat. (laughs) Now you go sit your ass down on the most racist person (laughs) seat. He probably still sick. He probably had on a diaper on during that um, debate. Um, Trump. (laughs) <laughs> all, all the butch queen gay prostitutes know that white man he he wears a motherfucking pamper and he can't hold it <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> baby he's Listen. so full of shit the toilet oh is jealous <laughs> and so it's, full and of it's... shit the toilet jealous I can't Mm-mm-mm. And it's and it's autumn fall full of shit. Yeah. So you know we know what color that is. We <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> not that color. Okay. He made that statement very confidently though. Which one? Yes, I am the least racist oh, person one. in this room. <laughs> I think I laughed. I think I laughed so hard. I what was a like. Face. He meant been that. A, and I would have been like, so you admit you're racist. I think he said it. I think he said it twice. Yes, he did. It, okay. No, in two different interviews. Because there's a difference between I'm the least racist and I am not racist. Boom. Oh, child. This is what we got to deal with. And then Preston, you know, my favorite, Preston, Mitchum, whatever. I'm sorry. Um, Preston Mitchum. Yeah, yeah. He said on Twitter, (laughs) he was like, I'm the least gay person in the room. (laughs) Just so y'all can understand the contact. Think about this shit of what that means. (laughs) Right. And um, the way he likes showing his little thighs. I doubt that very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
She can't even trust Preston in okay. his short shorts. Preston love has shown his little He nice loves his, he love his short shorts. So I live there. He has though. a beautiful, even-toned, nice legs. <laughs> even-toned. Yeah. I okay. get life. I said, come on, shorts. Hot shorts. <laughs> he always giving a thigh, baby. <laughs> All right, let's get right to it, to these hot topics. Have you guys been hearing about <clears throat> SARS? Well, we're going to not... Not going to spend a lot of time on it, um, but hashtag NSARS has been getting a lot of attention, as it should. So from what I know about it, and don't quote me, um, a lot of it is related to police brutality in Nigeria. So for those who don't know, SARS stands for Special Anti-Robbery Squad. And this was put into place, I believe, in the 80s. And since it's been put in place um, for over three get- decades, a lot of slander has come about saying that they're not doing their job, they're abusing their power. And they've been calling for this to end since 2017 in Nigeria. Um, there has been 82 cases of SARS abuses, according to Amnesty International, Um in the past three years, citing beatings, hangings, mock executions, sexual assault, and waterboarding. Um, but things really took a turn when on October 4th, um, there was a recording, there was this video of two Nigerian police officers like dragging a man out of this building and like, like torturing him and they shot him went into an uproar. And so on the, I believe the 12th of October, they said they were going to put it into SARS. The people of Nigeria was like, we don't believe that shit. Y'all just going to try to like um, reframe it in a certain way. And so so that's what a lot of this is all about. Um, I think a lot of us need to understand that we should support it. And this is still an extension of Black Lives Matter. Yes, period. In another, yeah. in another country. Absolutely. Um, there's a diasporic, like, um, responsibility. It's weird that it's almost mirroring what's happening here in um, America um, with the militarization, well, the criminalization of, of its citizens. It's weird. Um and I think now that the, the government has learned that there um, is an open campaign to bring an end to that unit, that police unit, there's been a lot of blowback. Um, there was a special like directive to maintain the public space, reclaim the public space, and you know, basically apprehend anybody mass as a protester so recently there was a protest and it was just mayhem and i believe over yeah. a dozen people were killed yeah so this that's, is, that's true this is escalating quickly yeah it's, it's been going on for a few weeks now there's been protesting peacefully mind you um but yeah over a dozen people were killed and this Shit is recent, like within a this that's recent, like within a couple of days ago. 
Yeah, yeah, something like that. There was a, a huge protest, and then people were actually killed. So it's getting real in Lagos right now. The last few weeks in October has been pretty wild and radical. Yes. So, um, but keep in mind, this has been going on for about three years. So it didn't come out of nowhere. I think a lot of us was like, what is this new shit? No, we've been doing it for quite some time. Um, but it's just, you know, it always takes that one thing for things to really blow up. Absolutely. I want to talk about this. People on Twitter, uh, what are your thoughts on the responsibility of celebrities of that hold a certain amount of power becoming involved in these um, crises? Yeah. Before before I say that, I want to say that it does make me feel, this kind of goes with that question, it does make me feel good to see the African people protesting in the first place um, Mm -hmm. because they're out there heavy. Um, And that was a little part that brought me joy, but I do believe that celebrities shouldn't get involved because that should, seeing those images and videos, it's horrible. And if you're able to bring more light to it, you should, like Naomi Campbell has Mm -hmm. um, and other celebrities have. And I think that, honestly, the top, the the, the A-list celebrities should be doing it, it, you know, if that's what you mean. I guess my question is, what should they be doing? So many celebrities have maybe, you know, tweeted with the hashtag, shared a post, um, but they were critiquing, and particularly, I've seen some critiques to Beyonce and Oprah, like, put your money where your mouth is, you should be doing more, you still, they will. I don't like that. Don't tell them what they should be doing with their coin or or even their platform yeah. um but i they, don't like that they will though they will sometimes it takes time to think about That's what the problem i had it's the implication that they're not how do you know exactly how do you know are you in their camp like no i don't like that that but maybe, but maybe they do it you know in secrecy i mean but but what i do think is they should say something about it. I do think that. Well, I'm Beyonce not, put out a statement um, yeah. about stars yeah, she, and, and she said she was working, you know, she was beginning. Sometimes you have to collect, you know, sometimes <laughs> these people are working. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. with Beyonce, she's not one of those celebrities like like may, maybe Kim Kardashian who is always engaging with her audience. You know what I yeah. mean? She's, she's off doing other stuff, she, so... She had to, they had yeah. to bring that to her, I'm sure. Bring it to her attention. Then right. she had to do whatever research, her due deals. Right. And then I figure they, out how to proceed. I believe they will. But I don't feel like these people um, should be saying anything about when they do, if they do. Um, but those two women, women in particular, Beyonce and Oprah, I think they will do something. Mm-hmm. And, um, so... Yeah, the, but somebody's um, always trying to bully them into doing something. Yeah, yeah. Um, these people are known for a lot of humanitarian work. Mm-hmm. Well known for, you know, being socially responsible. So um, I just don't want 
certain people to be deemed saviors. Like they have right. to they don't, be, then, do these acts of They don't God. have to save the world. <laughs> they are not politicians. Um, they can only do so much of what they know. Like you said, they live their own lives every day. And I know for a fact Beyonce specifically does disengage. She's not on social media a lot unless she's promoting something. Um, and I was actually just watching a fucking interview with her entire bank. This is old as fuck. Mm-hmm. But um, she was talking about, I don't have a cell phone. For the longest time, she's not have a fucking cell phone in a technology savvy mm-hmm. world. She was like, and I mean, I do, but only like five people got my number. I don't be on my phone. I'm always busy. I believe her. Beyonce It's probably still that way that today. She got them same five people on there, maybe two others. <laughs> and there's a group Salon, chat. Salon, um, her mammy, her daddy, and Jay-Z. And her cousin Angie. And cousin Angie. Yeah. That's it. One the child. As it should be. Yeah. I think that it's overwhelming. She's always in, her name is always in somebody's mouth. So I can imagine her not being that way. I mean, it's the truth. It's Beyonce. Now, I do like how information travels in this technology, you know, this tech world. Somebody had uh, mentioned Cardi B on Twitter and she was like, you need to talk about NSARS. And she was like, what is that? And they, you know, she's like, if you provide me more education about it, I love Nigeria, I'm willing to help. And then right afterwards, she starts sharing more information. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. Yeah, they didn't even give him a chance. I mean, you know, it is trending, but some people still are catching up to it. So... You know, they will do something and relax, bitch. Now, did you donate <laughs> today? The... Exactly. Yeah, it's very listen, interesting. Listen, matter of fact, leave the, uh, keep Oprah and Beyonce's name out of your mouth. How <laughs> that, too? I'm not going to lie. I got super protective specifically of those two because... Keep black women names out your fucking mouth about what they got to do to save y'all. It's almost like this tone of... Stop trying to tell black women what to do. Leave it. Just More importantly, it's almost this implication of y'all, we gave y'all this status and attention and money so y'all better share y'all wealth and do what the fuck y'all supposed to do. I don't know. Like, it's this responsibility placed on black women. I don't know if it's in my head. Am I imagining things? Maybe they tag the other people. But Want that's them the two to come names to I saw. Rescue, but ready to tear them down in, the, in a minute. <laughs> Baby. Damn I love how y'all in. didn't mention y'all's president. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> How about appealing to him? Champ. Just tag your governor. The fuck? Like, stop fucking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Lita, That's lady, that on that. But yes, in songs. <laughs> that Black bad. Lives Matter. Amen. I'm praying for them. Yes, I so, am. On a lighter note, 
since we're talking about violent things, there's still a conversation about Real Housewives of Potomac. <laughs> uh, the Monique <laughs> versus Candace fight. <laughs> this debate has been going on for about a week or two now. It started even before the season began. Yes, because I think... A, because it was leaked that, you know, they, they, they had they got in the fight. the yeah. And then after we... Even I saw it, and I don't fucking watch the show. I have seen a lot of clips of them going back and forth, though. The two women. What are y'all thoughts on it? I just feel like she, she's been wanting to bust Candace in her mouth for quite Monique some time. Okay. And I also feel like it's bigger than Candace, you know. Like, I don't think Monique is that happy with her life. Um, she's a beautiful girl <laughs> and she's married to this retired ball player. And I think he wanted his wife to really like raise their kids and play the back. You know, he wanted a sedentary lifestyle and she's young and she wants to forge, you know, she wants to make a name for herself, independent of her husband and independent of being a mother. Um, and I think she's getting a little lost in that. So Candace, who is very, she can be very, her mouth, very spicy. Um, I just feel like Monique, been, it's just been a buildup with those two. They used to be very close and they fell out. And I think both of them were hurt. And I think Monique is coming from a hurt place and she just been wanting to bust her in her mouth. And I wish you would just own up to that fact. Well, I agree with everything you said. Um, and I also feel like Monique needs to grow up. Yeah. Ooh. She needs to grow up. Um, now you say that. Well, they, actually, they both need to grow up. Um, just the way they interact and the and their uh, the way that they move as as grown women to me is very childish. It is. I, I I just don't know any other way to say it. When I look at them, like the the housewives of Atlanta are different. I don't. Um. I hope uh, the way that they're different is that, bitch. Usually they're arguing about something more. I mean, what are they even arguing about? Nothing. So me over here, I'm more on, I'm like on the Giselle tip, even though she's phony, you know, she, you know, I want no parts. And then, you know, Karen's over there trying to be neutral. It's given, why don't y'all just tell them the truth? Grow the fuck up. Grow up, both of you. Like, Grow this up. is disgraceful. Why are y'all beating around the bush with these hoes? Talking about, oh, I, I think it's deeper than that. And she, no, grow the fuck up, bitch. It's giving, play your part. Like, this this is what you want. This is what you want it to be. Why are you still acting like you in high school? I don't know much about it, but I think I'm more so on Karen's side. She oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Karen was like, and she told um, Candace, she was like, yeah. I'm your friend, basically, and... Both of y'all had a lot to do with that, and both of y'all need to take responsibility for your part. Yeah, but that's kind of where I am. And that's and that's and I watch these girls, um, so I'm familiar with them. But uh, to me, there's no one 
in that group kind of like saying the obvious. And that's what wears me out about women. They never tell each other the truth. Oh, oh, what? Each, each other. Each women <laughs> to me, to me. And I've seen examples of it. Women lie to each other. They don't tell each other the truth. They beat around the bush. They usually do. Not a few friends of me. That's so. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen that. I've seen that many times. You know, oh, girl, you look, you look good. It's getting no. She doesn't look good. Or then when they send you, a, or then they send a picture of her. They'll be like, send a picture of her. And then you send <laughs> the one they pick. Don't be the one that's the best. You gotta catch it. Wow. Okay. It's not as deep as y'all making it, but it's real talk. No. I... <laughs> it's real talk. Y'all yes. over there gagging like y'all over there gagging like y'all know. <laughs> y'all know. Y'all know. Okay, I was gagging. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was gagging. Only because it was just such a of extreme generalization, but mm-hmm. I'll get past it. Anyway, well, not all women, but those kind of women, I, I, yes. I, I, yes. I, I dig through it and I got to the point of what you're saying, so I, I get mm-hmm. it. And the Housewives well, of Atlanta, those, they're those types too. You're they don't talking, tell I think it's they, more so that culture of this. That reality specific, show. Yes. Yeah. Those girls. Surface friendship type foolishness. And then and then read them behind their back. Be like, girl, this is a good idea. And then be like, and then she'll be like, oh no, she got some kind of wine business. Like yeah, those kind of girls. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you know, you know who you are. <laughs> you know what? Lyrical Mar is talking to you. <laughs> okay. And they know who they are. <laughs> the phony baloney. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not all for the drama, but this shit got me wanting to watch. It's good. <laughs> it's a good season. Enjoy. I think you would enjoy it. I th- yeah, that's right. You're not that much of a reality show watcher. I, I don't watch only reality Any show I watch is RuPaul's Track Race, and does that count? But don't expect anything from um, Giselle's house because it looks horrible. <laughs> you know, I'm still bitter. Uh-oh. Huh? Well, I can't wait to see her house. It's she came to your store, didn't she? No, it's just that I was reaching out to her trying to help her with the design. I was happy she got a house. And then, you know, I, <laughs> you I know watched what? the... I, oh, I, didn't I watched, you tweet about her house not too long ago? I did tweet. <laughs> I saw I saw the furniture that she put in there. And I said, wow. <laughs> I mean, it was really like some TJ Maxx shit. And I mean, I'm not trying to say anything about TJ Maxx. I'll be up in there getting candles and towels and shit. Wait, repeat the last part. You're not trying to say what? Nothing about um, TJ Maxx. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? But it's very cheap. I'm gagging at her. She took her stools out of the box. And not everybody has style. She's very gaudy. I don't know. I don't like her. Per- I don't actually, to be honest, I don't like the personal style of any of those ladies on Potomac. Not Ooh. one. Yeah, Ooh, you're right. Damn. You're right. Sorry, I don't. You calling them tacky? The best, the best one out of them all, though, is Karen, of course. But it's still not. Doing what it could be doing with her body. Mm-hmm. 
She has a gorgeous shape for a woman of her age. Her body is nice, too nice for that wardrobe. Oh, child. I thought Kane was one of the Clark sisters. Baby. Yeah, she could be. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Lindsay, have you been watching from the other seasons? What? Of um, Potomac. Oh, yes. Okay, Karen grew on me. Yes. She grew yeah, on I me. like her, actually. Yes, me There's too. There's something about her I like. Yes. She's something about her I like too. Something endearing. Something very endearing about her. And there is a level of sophistication that she has that the others don't possess, which is oh interesting gosh. because she doesn't come from money. And I and I and I noticed that, you know, it's almost always like the the educated girl, it's almost divided, like it's the educated, you know, girls versus you know the girls that didn't grad didn't go to college, so that's like your your Giselle, your Wendy, and your Robin versus your Monique and Karen, because Karen comes from you know. Well, she just recently went back to her family's farm, and I think it's beautiful that she's that farm has been in her family for generations. It's a wonderful thing to see, like especially for black people to see that, that you can build, generate some sort of generational wealth. Her family looks like they're doing quite well and have been for some time. Okay. So it's not always about, you know. Go ahead. Yeah. Going to college and such, I meant to say. But anyway. But anyway, to end that off, I just wanted to say, because I didn't say before, I hated that fight between them. I felt like yeah. it was I felt like it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. And they right. both and they both regret it. But Monique is too damn, you know, immature to admit that she regrets it. Ugh. She's still talking about no water was thrown in my face. Uh, As uh, a result of you grabbing the back of, she grabbed the very <laughs> back of her weave or her unit where them <laughs> last two braids are sewn. Where them last two braids she will not let this up. Corals in. Then somebody <laughs> said, you forget the exchange the of events. And she, when that, that track right there, they put on top of that sec, that second to last braid, that's when she reached her hand and grabbed <laughs> that last track, bitch. She, she snatched the fuck out of her. It's giving Monique, girl, your your kids, your husband, your house, girl, you need to be doing it a different way. That's she almost lost her motherfucking freedom. <laughs> Baby. Yeah. And she still might. <laughs> because Candace is a civilian. And <laughs> the way she was about to clank, clank. Honestly, you're not going to beat my ass on television and not go to jail. <laughs> you going uh, you going okay. to prison okay <laughs> bitch okay. I don't give a fuck what nobody say you're not about you're to beat my thing, ass on honey. TV I would have had a nice little talk with Bravo it's either you gonna not show that scene or this bitch going to jail which mm-hmm. one <laughs> and, it, and, it, and if they do and if they say 
we're showing it, I'm going to say, within well, y'all signed on because she's going to jail. We'll put in her contract that her freedom is about to go. Candace is a civilian, honey. But, but I think I they threw everything out. I think they I think they threw everything out. So nobody going to jail. Like the counter suit that oh, was thrown good. out. Everything was just, you know. It can always be brought back up. What you mean? Statue, statues of limitations and shit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know Monique's husband is gagging. Yeah, she was. She was smacking the shit out of her head, though. She was. <laughs> she was mad. She was like, mm, mm. Ooh. I was like, oh, you can't fake those smacks. No, she was mad. She yeah, been she wanting to she bust was her ass the for a minute. She, that was a buildup. She been wanting to bust her in her mouth for a minute. The shade is she still ain't even get her like she wanted to. No, she didn't. She wanted to wail on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's making her even more angry. I even get her like I wanted to, and I'm still mad, bitch. Oh yeah. well. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on from these. Let's move on to little bosom goyles. <laughs> the goyles. <laughs> move on to little bosom. Um. So Mike Tyson was interviewing Bosom, and they were talking about <laughs> Bosom. I'm um, sorry, Lil Boozy, Lil, Lil Boozy, and the conversation came up of Zaya Wade. I don't even know how to really feel about this shit. Um, so to quote Mike Tyson, he asked him. Why do you say things about people who might be a homosexual? Why do you say that about them? Do you feel there's a possibility that you're a homosexual? And by disrespecting them, it furthers yourself from being a homosexual? I'm thinking you may like homosexuals. Where do I start with this? (laughs) First of all... That conversation was so creepy... It was it was creepy. First of all, you're conflating homosexuality and gender identity. Let's start there, bitch. So this whole conversation is misguided. It's crazy. Yes. It's crazy. The, the fact that y'all sitting her- here celebrating and Mike then, Tyson. <laughs> why can't he just say gay? It was just like homosexuals, homosexuals. Homosexual. Are you a homosexual? homosexual? Are you a homosexual? <laughs> you know what it sound like? You know when white folks scared to say black, they be like, what how you feel about being African American? You know African American? African American. I feel right. I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you trying to force yourself to be politically correct and you yeah. still the fuck wrong. You said homosexual. Zaya is trans. You homosexual. You think you're homosexual? (laughs) Right. But I mean, I feel like, and not in his defense, but I will say, bitch, I didn't expect nothing more from him. Okay. First of all, number one. But the fact that he was asking him um, (laughs) just made me say, you know what? (laughs) The way this is is fucked up. But he, but I feel like I knew what he was trying to say, and at the end of the day, it's giving 
that's why they're praising him, even though he's wrong as fuck. He's wrong as fuck, and somebody they knew what like he they knew well, what listen, he meant. Somebody needs. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I don't. I don't expect anything from Mike Tyson when it comes to the subject, and I definitely don't expect him to know what he's talking about. But he was asking that nigga some real shit to me in that moment. No one else could have said that. Are you homosexual? I, I think you like homosexuals. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you might like homosexuals. Are you homosexual? Are you homosexual? You might like... Bitch, Mike Tyson like gonna be our ass. Mike Tyson gonna be our ass. No, I think he was trying to get him upset. <laughs> I he think was. he was intentionally trying and to Boosie rile him was up. Like, Boosie was like, uh, I, I stayed at the arrow. You know? <laughs> but because who the fuck is going to get mad at Mike Tyson, bitch? Right. Try it. And then he said some wild shit like, he said, you got your demons, but I got some demons that's, that'll knock your demons out. I was like, what is uh, happening? I'm going back to this. What are we watching? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to watch this later. <laughs> Baby, Mike Tyson is... Listen, I don't expect much from him. This is no. a person... Only thing I expect him to get right on his test is his name. <laughs> I don't think he's bright or has many brain cells left. Right, right. But but you I knew what he meant. I knew what he meant. <laughs> technically, well, he asked him specifically about Zaya Wade. Right. Exactly. Lucy gave right. that tired ass argument that all these stupid head, stupid people keep, you know. Oh, but he's 12. He's a child, you know. And you well, I'm not misgendering Zaya. He is. I'm quoting Boosie. Once again, misgendering, calling Zaya a he. He didn't like the fact that, you know, and that at 12 or 13 or however old Zaya is, that they um, are referring to him by his chosen pronoun, you know, his the pronoun he she prefers and Mike Tyson says I agree with you 100% but who the fuck am I to say anything I don't necessarily understand that because if you agree with him you agree with him you know what I mean like it's so bizarre that all of a sudden, um, Zaya Wade is too young to um, know, who she, know is. who she is and stand firmly in that. And meanwhile, you are someone who thinks that by um, arranging for your son and, and your young nephew to be sucked off by grown women is an assurance that they won't be gay. Like, this is the type of... Ludicrous. Ridiculous. Ludicrous. I don't even... What type of thinking is that? I don't know. Buffoonery, hot Cheetos, (laughs) motherfucking uh, pig's feet, and chitlin' on the same plate. Hog more chitlin'. That's that's what that mentality is. and chitlin'. (laughs) Chitlin'. yeah. So yeah. I mean it's the same, it's weird. 
Well, when he said who the, who am I, I felt that no shade. The who am I, I guess, in a sense, is like one of those, let me sit, throw this in so I can't be completely wrong. Exactly. Who am I to say, who the fuck am I? Who, but who am I? That they can't do that. But it's, not, life, but it's a real no ass question. You yeah. But it's like when family. you, you know when you give your friends advice, but you end it with, but who what do I know? I? What do yeah, I but know? That, but, but, but people can agree, but still not feel like they need to you know, uh, convince anybody else or put that on. They just don't agree. They don't need to say anything about it because it's like, bitch, it, you know, that's the way Mike's, it is. Mike's point was, I think like that. I guess his point was, I right. think like that, but I don't have to say that. Put that into the universe, maybe. Uh, or it could be, I think like that, but I'm really not that knowledgeable. So maybe there yeah. is something to it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, for, and for people, if a nigga's like him, I expect that much. And that's least. Some, some growth, some from the motherfucker with a zero on his test. Right, that's a seventeen um, percent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a seventeen percent. Good job. <laughs> what Bianca Del Rio say? You know what you got on your SATs? Ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. Anywho. (laughs) All right, I'm concerned about my girl, so I have to talk about her. What the fuck is going on with Miss Wendy Williams? (laughs) I'm concerned. Is she she high? Is she high? I ain't saying she doing drugs, but her last few um, shows have been a little... Have been a little shaky. Yeah. I mean, like, the eye twitching, um, it's a it's a delayed... It's a delayed response, hesitation in movement. She looked like she about to Lucid trip over eyes. her feet. Yeah. I, uh, Glazed what? over look. She was okay today. <laughs> well, the girls had a lot to say about her today. when she interviewed Miss um, Barbara. I forgot her last name. Corcoran. Yeah, they read that interview down. Like mm-hmm. Wendy was off her game. I actually think somebody probably pulled her ass to the side, like get it to fuck together. So that's probably why she was better t- today. Mm-hmm. She was alert today. Oh my God. Eh, makes me sad. It is kind of sad. It's sad. I do not like seeing people crumble, and particularly Black women, especially, like, get together. I don't together. think she's crumbling. I just think the quarantine might be getting to her a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not the quarantine. Yeah, but the, the whole, you know, being inside. She wants to go out and have fun and date. She wants some dick. Can't do it right now. We've been hearing about Dick ever since she's been on. <laughs> she wants she has dick. talked about a male suitor or wanting the the comfort of a man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't. 
I'm not she's about to do this. She's been talking about that ever since she came back for the season. Yeah. I would like a male suitor. I want them to spend the night. And I spent the, he spent the night and he came over. I'm like, damn, girl. Okay. I think we also got to think about how isolating it is to be a celebrity and be doing quarantine. Absolutely. And then I think she's grappling with a lot of real, like, things. Because she just wrapped her documentary and movie. And according Mm -hmm. to her, she is letting it all hang out. So I'm excited. Being inundated and confronted with that. I think is kind of sobering for her. Oh and, yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Preparing for the world to really know she, you. To, yeah, like to really know the it the T. She said the movie is two hours, and then the documentary is two hours, and she said I'm giving you all of it. So I believe her. I'm ready. I'm ready too. Me too, and I'm praying for her because you know I I have a special thing with Wendy Williams, but she but the thing that I don't like about her is she tried all my girlfriends, all of them, <laughs> all she my has. family members, Janet, my mother, Brandy, yep, she has. She tries Gaga, Nikki, Janet. I mean, I can and keep Brandy ever and Brandy. It's given. That's when I don't like her. I'd be like, look, sis, keep it the fuck. <laughs> oh, how is it not being able to do your and she, annual... tries, Beyonce, and she tries Beyonce? Sorry. Oh yeah, she does try Beyonce mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. But let's say, how is it not being able to do your annual Wendy Williams holiday show? Oh my year? god! Well, I don't get anything for free that I can put in my kitchen to front. Okay, um, so it's you know. You know what? No, I enjoy going up there the holiday season, the holiday shows, darling. And getting a free something, you know. For free gifts, darling. It's cute. Speaking of people that's not doing well, um, Ellen, have y'all saw her show? I, ha- I haven't seen her lately. Every time I turn, um, yeah. um, Tiffany Haddish is sitting there. So, yeah, lately, I, from what I saw, Tiffany Haddish has been hosting. But right before Tiffany got to hosting, I saw an interview between Tiffany and Ellen. And I would just look like, looking at Ellen, like she looked like a vacant show of who she used to be. Aww. No emotion, sad, depressed. She was just not even funny, super serious. I'm like, this motherfucker, she looked like she strung out. That's probably why they gave Tiffany to the um to see. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, she was forced with a lot. Like, when's the last oof. time you heard of Ellen dealing with all this bad press? Like, almost never. Like, since she actually came she's out avoided having. Yeah, she's she's not been known any. as the happy-go-lucky, you know, soft stud for years. She hasn't had anything negative really said about her for probably 20 years. Yeah, exactly. So this is that was a, you know, a blow. Yeah. yeah. She probably, you know, she probably cried while she was putting on her Mr. Rogers sneakers that morning. Because, you know, she always <laughs> had those. <laughs> Maybe. I saw the episode that she did with Chelsea Handler, though, two days ago. How was that? 
Was she better? Yeah, because I think Chelsea was kind of, you know, Off. taking her there. But she was, I mean, yeah, well, Chelsea was on, but um, Ellen was quiet. Yeah. And I'm not used to her being that quiet. Yeah. That's awkward. She probably could hang it up right now if she wanted to. She's probably going too soon. Well, what do you think about Tiffany Haddish possibly getting her own show? I don't think about Tiffany Haddish. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. Whoa. (laughs) That was... (laughs) You don't see it? No, I don't use her at all. Too much dry snitching. She talked too much. Oh, yeah. You don't see either Lyrical Mar. No, I don't think I would watch that show. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I want her to get her coin. Like, I want her to solidify her, her place, you know? I want her to continue to be successful. But I don't really yeah, don't fuck yeah. with her. I don't know. I kind of think her show will be a little bit similar to Kelly Clarkson's show. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson talks so fucking much. She's always over-talking her guests. But she's, you know, funny. She's personable. People like her. Similar to what Tiffany I needed Ash. her to do was put on a little beat. I was Ooh. so sick of looking at her bare face. <laughs> You're not for that. I think she's talking about Tiffany. No, 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 no. Tiffany was fine. Uh, Tiffany's fine. Tiffany's a pretty oh, girl. I'm Kelly. talking about fucking Kelly Clarkson. You <laughs> she, don't she, get had, a, she put, had a beat on. She had a beat on. Not when she was in that house. Son, <laughs> <laughs> that damn Rachel Ray insulting me. Put on a, a rouge <laughs> and a lip. <laughs> oh, it was too regular for you. Oh my god! I don't want to see you nondescript white holes. No, <laughs> that's not for you, <laughs> baby. Insulting me on my, t- I was like, could you put I, some makeup on? I enjoy Kelly Clarkson thoroughly. Just a little blush and a lip. Damn. Well, look, if y'all not asking Beyonce to put on blush, why are y'all asking Kelly Clark? Well, Beyonce looks gorgeous without makeup. These girls, they're a little hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you going in like this? Because it bothered me. And I only only brought up Beyonce's blush. and And respect your audience. Like, come on, put a little something on, girl. Girl, listen... Why you bring up her blush? Oh, Beyonce's blush. Because you know I, I have an issue when she don't wear blush. But nobody better not say nothing about her not wearing it. I just have this general, this is about nobody in particular, but there's a, a level of audacity when you <laughs> wear a bold fucking lip and bold eye and no motherfucking blush or cheek. I love that though. See, but I I'm don't. known. Really? I'm known for walking around the house with a red lip or a fuchsia lip and acting like it's okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's giving wow a, a, a red Not lip. Not a 
expect a fucking concealer, bitch. Just trying it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm trying it, but I just like it. <laughs> and that's what Beyonce and, Beyonce, and I think that's Beyonce's thing. Like, bitch, I don't feel like putting on a lash. I'm just going to do a bold lip, no blush. Bitch, don't listen. Y'all looking at these home movies? I'm home. That must be a, that must be a uh, that must be a Virgo thing. <laughs> setting their ways, setting their ways. But I'm uh, trying it. It's trying right. it. Let's move on. <laughs> Get to the topic of the day. Mosaico is a large study that will try to prove whether the ex- experimental vaccine regimen can prevent HIV infection in North America, Latin America, and Europe. To do this, the study will enroll cisgender men and transgender people who have sex with cisgender men or transgender people. If Mosaico can show that the study vaccine regimen works, it will be a very important step on the way to finding a safe and effective vaccine that will protect people around the world from HIV. For more information about Mosaico study, go to www.mosaicostudy.com. All right, and we back for the topic of the day. So, yes, sir. Whew, this topic is definitely inspired by a video from Sweetie of her saying, if he not getting you a Birkin, if he not paying for your bills, then throw that nigga back to the streets, okay? Baby... This like started off. <laughs> that your daughter? <laughs> That's my daughter, but I'm about to read her. Uh-oh. So this started a whole fucking war online. People start saying, bitch, how are you saying this and this and that? About what a man needs to provide, blah, blah, blah. What do y'all think about this whole quote? <laughs> oh, well... First of all, the nerve. Um, you know what? A lot of these hoes gonna be taking her advice and gonna miss their motherfucking soulmate. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking with her. Um, you know, I didn't like that comment. You know, I believe in true love and shit like that. But, you know, I know other people don't. I do think women should have lots of expectations for men. To me, that's natural. Mm-hmm. But a Birkin bag is expensive, bitch. Just because you're... Fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, your man can buy you one. And that's great. But you can't be telling people that. That doesn't apply to everyone. It's the weedy. <laughs> but, uh, I, I think you said, Lindsay, earlier, she was full. You know, maybe she had a two or three cocktails. Yeah, she was dr- a little tipsy and she was feeling it. And she was celebrating the release of her new single. And she just, you know, looked in the camera and was like, if he not buying you Birkins, if he not doing this, paying your bills, send him back to the streets, which is, you know, I guess alluding to her breakup, her new song, which is kind of like a breakup song basically celebrating like a, your independence after you break up with someone like if you don't like the way he's treating you send him back but there is 
there was something very irresponsible and very stupid about her making that that statement, especially right now, because there are people that are living pillar to post because of this pandemic. There are people that have been displaced. There are people who who have had to close their businesses. There are people who have had to um, move back home. And there are people that have become homeless as a result of this pandemic. For her to be saying some shit like that, it's just reckless and it's irresponsible. And it's it, it's insane to me. Like, um, there shouldn't be any conversations really right now about Birkins, but that spurred a whole nother, it, it just snowballed into something else. And I'd also like to say, Sweetie is someone who prides herself on the fact that her first Birkin she got before she even met Quavo. And she always touts the importance of her getting her degree, going to school, getting a degree, bossing up, being a boss, being independent. So that kind of talk just negates that type. It just negates everything she claims she stands for. It was reckless and silly. You know what I mean? But then it just sparked another conversation. It sparked several conversations in the interim. Um Currently, it seems as if there's a war going on between Yaya Mayweather and Offset. And I think this is utterly ridiculous, too. Um, Yaya Mayweather comes from money. Her father is Floyd Mayweather. And I'm sure she and her mother have tons of Hermes bags, not just Birkin, but, you know, Hawks. It's, it's, it's all types of different distinctions. When you're, first of all, there are people online debating that have never even been in a room where there is a Birkin bag present. And I myself have only been in, I can count on one hand, two rooms where there were people like that, that made money like that, where Birkin bags were present. And that's like maybe two, two or three instances in my life literally a Birkin on your arm is like a down payment for a car or in some cases, even the cost of a car or the cost of a down payment on, on a house. Like they are people, people online bickering, trying to G check Cardi on what's real, what's not. And like I keep saying, even if her bags are secondhand, which I don't think they are, you still, most of y'all still can't afford it. Secondly, there used to be this thing where there was a six-year waiting list for Birkins. I think I basically have heard that is a thing of the past. As long as you have a relationship with someone at Hermes, you can go there and purchase your bags. There, It is a limited amount of production, like production, I believe, like um, Offset produced a receipt today and he bought like four bags, but what, you know, one of them was a Hawk, one of them was um, a Birkin. And then, you know, there's distinctions in terms of the leather, the types of leather they use. That ain't for us. I am a girl who is concerned about the light coming on in her refrigerator. And 
that's when I think a majority of these people that are arguing <laughs> need to be concerned about whether your light comes on in your refrigerator. <laughs> Not whether um fucking Cardi B's bags are real or secondhand or any of this bullshit. It's not for you. Um, when did they become the fucking investigators of like, luxury? Like, bitch, like, and y'all don't I didn't even understand know. That. Y'all didn't know a fucking Birkin from a hole in the motherfucking wall. Just shut up. You literally got motherfuckers zooming in looking at the stitching. Like, as they, no, them as bags, as if they'd be able to tell. And let me tell you this. I read not too long ago, even before this controversy, which is is interesting, I read about a ring that was arrested in, I believe, in Paris. Ten people were arrested. Former Hermes workers, I think for a few years, they've been selling fakes for upwards to about, you know, $40,000, $40,000, they've been selling to like Asian people, you know, venture capitalists, that sort of thing. What they would do is um, they were going to Hermes factories where they would craft the bags and steal the hardware. They had a hookup with one of the leather makers for Hermes. So they were making beautiful leather bags with the Hermes hardware, but someone was able to authenticate it and busted the ring. It's not that easy, like, it's not that easy. And if you don't know what you're looking at, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So stay out of the conversation. And for those people who are saying, um, because people like Cardi, and, and Instagram girls like Ari and Jada, who is little baby's um, baby mother, because these girls and city girls, because these girls are now getting Birkin bags. Oh, don't nobody want that. Oh, it's about to depreciate. Oh, this exclusivity of it is gone. I say to you, go fuck yourself. Your internalized racism will not work here. And I black, definitely- just because black women have <laughs> access now and it's so stupid because like Cardi said in her video, Cardi just made a video today. She said there are tons of black and brown women that buy these bags. And they are in various industries, not just entertainers, not just they're working women that have the means to buy these items from Hermes. Your worthiness does not come from a bag. But at the same token, just because Black women have access to it, that doesn't mean it's automatically devalued. Like, there's that thread of white supremacy again. It's weird. It's like it's wearing its head. Like, Black people, we love luxury, right? We love adornment. This is pre-slave, a pre-slavery, um, pre-colonization. We've always adorned ourselves. Think about being before we came here. We were in Africa. We used things to beautify ourselves and celebrate ourselves. And when we were stolen, all of that was ripped from us. So yes, there's this thread of affirmation and validation. Yes, 
and by buying luxurious items, it is sort of like a, you know, trying to get that validation from people who will never accept us. It's so embedded in our psyches. It's like two sides of the same coin almost. So there's so many so many themes surrounding this Birkin bag mess. There's capitalism, there's consumerism, there's elitism, classism, because this bag is supposedly a sign of elitism, being of the elite, being in the upper echelon. Interesting considering Jane Birkin herself has only had five in her life and for a time, because she wasn't sure of the ethical treatment of animals, she had resigned to wearing the bags at all. She had, to, she had actually asked for her name to be removed from the shit because she wanted to make sure that there was an ethical treatment of, um, of animals, especially when they're, you know, with their exotic skins, because those are the most coveted. The most expensive are the exotic skins. Well, just to piggyback off of that. That was a lot. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. That was a lot. Did it you have know, to be? That, that's no, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's your history lesson. But, um, you know, the depreciation conversation is interesting to me because, you know, of course, every time the Black, especially the Blacks in hip-hop, do something, everything goes up. That's just the way it goes, okay? I agree. We make it hot, the designers make more money, and they fucking love it and want more, and they try to embrace this culture to do it. Um, And that's fine, too. So anybody talking about depreciation, you're an idiot. Yes. Quite simply. And number two, I want, you know, the the blacks, as I like to call them, <laughs> I want them to, you know, really do their research. You know, um, we we deserve to have um any luxury item that we want to have. But you should do your research about these companies and find out you know, if they're the least racist in the room. Um, I don't want to wear anybody that I know or there has been history of racism in their company. Fuck them. There's too many to go to, to be strapped to one motherfucker. But y'all just can't let Prada go, you know. Or Hermes. Hermes was the store that famously turned away Oprah Winfrey. And you know that she had her coin. She was livid. Yeah, she was livid. Um, so I want more, you know, I, I would I wish black people would also, but you know, then there's never any, you know, luxury black designers. I mean, I do like Laquan um Smith and you know, there are a few others, but you know, they don't ever bring their own designers up to that level of luxury, you know. We have, yeah. yeah, because see Well, let me finish. But they don't do it. They don't wear other black um people. Um, not all of them. Uh, they'd rather wear the upper echelon ones, and that's fine. But do more research about how this company feels about you, um, because 
I feel better spending my money that way. I guess you I guess you don't give a shit if um if that shit wasn't intended for you and that was already stated. Half of these um historical or legendary fashion houses yes. have you know displayed racism. Gucci, Moncler, like you know, a lot of them were established in the 1800s. Like, a lot of these houses were established in the 1800s. And, um, you know. Yeah, but the shit, the, the modern day shit is the shit I'm talking about. These things are so deep-seated. Yes. But the modern day is un, un, unacceptable. And as far as us, you know, and as far as, you know, um generating our money and putting it into into um black owned brands that's something that would have to take time you know this you know wealth that one percent is still majority occupied by white people and their standards are the ones that are set yeah, but the one percent ain't buying. The top one percent ain't the only motherfuckers buying luxury. This people is that true. people 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 that can barely but afford. But in order are, for 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 in order for a black owned brand to be legitimized, we would need. Unfortunately, that's the way capitalism has worked in this country. We would need to um, get them to buy it. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and not only if, just us, and, and it's fine if white people buy but it to become too. a status symbol. White people have to buy it, and I hate yes. to say it, but that's what the truth is. Well, you know that's yet to be determined. But all I know is what you put in, what you put into, what you're putting out there always comes well, back if, if it's the it's right. Just shit. Like, well, I guess it could work like the award shows. Like um, the black celebrities have been making strides in you know, legitimizing the, the, you know, our own award shows like the NAACP awards is more star power, I think, participating. In the, and I think it could possibly yeah. work that way. It would have to be very wealthy Blacks, like very, yes, very wealthy yes. Blacks tapping in. Patronizing. And patronizing and actually buying and, and, and you know, making it a thing. You know, kind of. I'm like, not saying it can't like happen. Kind of like Ducky, Ducky Confetti, and and I oh, love yes. his collection, and I love his collection, and I love his ideas. But I think that you know, the black celebrities that are wearing it are helping him to become, you yes. know, that next black luxury brand that actually sets the standard years before other brands catch on, like. To me, that is what I'm talking about here. Even Rihanna with Fenty, like, um, well, she's already a luxury, you know, person. That that um fashion that is luxury. Yeah, but she got the coin to just do it. Um, and I can't wait until her Fenty Fenty stores open. Me either. <laughs> me either. But you know, this Birkenbag discussion. It wore oh. me out. It wore me out. There's so many people starving. It's so crazy. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, 
you know, niggas feel the need to prove themselves. And that's what this comes down to. And then you posted the picture with all the bags on the table. I'm like, girl. It's giving, I know a couple people like that. I mean, listen, like I keep saying to people, city girls, these young girls, Cardi, two, three years ago, they out the mud, okay? And social media right now, as it stands, is all about showing people what you have. That current state of social media is you have to show everything, everything you've acquired, everything you got, even where when people are right now are in dire straits. It's all about showing people what you're doing, lavish parties, all these popular girls, their, their clothes, their bags, their shoes, their, their trips. You want to see it, but yet they still want to vilify them for getting it or having access. So it's like, which one is it? Cardi worked hard. She, you know, nobody's talking about Victoria Beckham having over 150 Birkin bags, well, assorted Birkin and Kelly bags. Kelly bags were named after um, Princess Grace of Monaco, Grace Kelly. And um, I think there's an ex, like, the chick that has the most, I think she has 500. She is the wife of the ex-president of the Philippines. <laughs> Works, bitch. Okay? So it's like, and then people are saying shit like, well, white people aren't sitting around talking about Birkin bags. They don't have to. The world is set up for them. They don't have to discuss things like this. They're not being told. They're not being told that because they have access to something, it is now devalued. Right. So that is a ridiculous argument. And plus, you know, Lil' Kim, Mary J. Blige was carrying Birkins in the 90s, sweetie. Okay, come on. I mean, you know, y'all are late, actually. Y'all are late to the party. They have Birkins. Birkins. Nicki Minaj has Birkins, but yeah, it's just that I mean, they're from a different time. Yeah. Um, they're not going to be on there like, I have this many, you know, that's this generation. Yes. They're not 25. These are Those are older girls. These young, These are young girls, the girlfriends of rappers, you know, rappers themselves. You know, they're, they're getting these bags. They have access. And that is okay. Yeah. They're allowed. And that's fine. They are allowed, but I just don't like all this, you know, ex- this kind of talk when people are really fucked up out here. You know what I mean? I mean, you have anything to add? No. He seems so bored with the whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no. no He's so she didn't. bored with the shit. I didn't take it that serious. Well, look. I, I don't... 
other people were going off. You hear me? Mm-hmm. And th- why should you even care? It shouldn't even be that serious. Like, Sweetie, like I said, sage of mine. Okay. <laughs> English, Spanish, and French. Free. Mm. <laughs> These are young girls talking shit. Like, I don't know. It's just like, we shouldn't care. All I'm concerned with is trying to survive during this pandemic. I don't give a damn about these girls and their Birkins. Right. And it's just so bizarre that all these conversations popped up as a result of one like, you know, like a war ensued. It was, it's in... Well, the main part of what Beyond the Bags, it was more so about how niggas the main reason a lot of the men were mad is because they were like we gotta prove ourselves to you so we can be of value i gotta buy you this bag not even just a bag but just an item that costs this much money for me to get your attention that's why those men were angry yeah i mean it's ludicrous it's it's so weird like because we say we want mates that have something Mm-hmm. But my worthiness, like, no, I'm not going to equate my worthiness with a material good. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. No. Yeah, most people that do that, that Nor, you know they come from nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and, you know, and, and it's crazy because a lot of these people are listening to these people. Like, you don't have to get shit because Saweetie said so. You don't have to do what she said. I think that's why I was so bored with it because I was like, y'all really made it that deep? Yeah, like, you gotta follow what this bitch is saying? Saweetie is an entertainer. I don't get it. It's not a commandment. This is this like commit like what is happening right now? It's crazy. Yeah, you're I right. I think that what really happened, and we will. I I defended men just a second ago, but the reason this really shit really started is because they're fucking their egos, moves, mm-hmm. insecure. I can't afford a fucking Birkin bag for my girl and mm-hmm. you're not going to tell me I ain't shit because I can't afford that. So what if I have a Camry? You got to do what you can do on your level, but, you and know. some, you know. I think when <laughs> food you on the rooms. <laughs> now you can, you got to do what you now can you do. Now you're dragging it. On your level. <laughs> you do. Listen, if you a Camry kind of nigga, you just, you are. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong It was with something that. insecure about that to me. The, this level of outrage, this vitriol, mm-hmm. this adamancy. It's just like... Right. You're right. Indignance. So it's like, what is this really <laughs> about? Why are you so triggered? Because they can't afford the bag. Fuck that they bag. Can't, they can't you afford like, the bag. <laughs> but I kind of just feel like, girl, just so that tomorrow he can't buy you no bag. Girl, you, you're, 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 some of these girls are, are going to be, you know, missing their soulmate fucking with you, bitch. 
Like <laughs> that's what I don't appreciate about it because like you should have expectations, but a Birkin bag is a is a is a big one. Yeah. It's a big one. It's a big one. If anything, the wisdom that came from that is get you a nigga that can provide for you. That's well, all. you know what? No. <laughs> no. No, no. And meanwhile, they she can get you some shit. Meanwhile, she over there with Quavo, mind you. Because, bitch, I lost my virginity for a free meal at his auntie house. Goodbye. <laughs> what you mean she over there with Quavo? Well, Quavo can afford that um, foolishness. Yeah, but Quavo is a... Uh, Oh, you know, uh, uh, he's you know he's in the Hall of Fame of fuck boys. He is. So you know, don't think Quavo that bad. No, I mean he treats her nice. I think he's, he's better than Offset. Nice. I mean that you don't get a medal for that, but I think he's better than Offset. I think he's yeah. better than Offset. The bar is low. The bar is low. The bar is low. But the bar was lowered by our current president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the least racist person in the room. Right. Right. Uh, well, y'all got anything to add on that? On that? Um, no. I think I talk too much as usual. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to remove a lot of what you said. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Progress. Um, Look out for Mars Music on all major music platforms. The Visionary. Oh, yes. Thank you. A a special treat is coming soon. Yes, I'm dropping the video, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) I'm dropping a video because you really got to give these girls a visual or else they're not using it. You know what I okay. mean? They're not using it unless you can really, you know. Unless I can see if I'm using it. Unless I can see if I'm using, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to try, y'all. I'm going to try. Work. Work. Also, look <laughs> out for my OnlyFans page coming soon to a whole new <laughs> you. Yes. Check out <laughs> Triangle Web Series on BRGB TV. That's written by co-writer Lindsay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on your thirty-second uh, season! <laughs> Fantastic. The longest-running web series. We are very proud. We are yes. proud. Purchase your Hard to Swallow merch at tpublic.com. Click the link in my bio on Instagram and Twitter. And get some stuff with me on it. Oh, girl. Get you a If You Don't Move mug. Get you a If You Don't Move tea. (laughs) With me on it. And if she don't move... (laughs) <laughs> get you a hard to swallow podcast laptop bag yeah yes get you a t-shirt with half my ass sticking out oh <laughs> get you a hot cheeto mentality tote bag 
She's building up. She's building up. She's building up. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Mosaico, a journey towards a global HIV vaccine for all. For more information about the Mosaico study, go to www.mosaicostudy.com. Work. Mosaico. 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 <laughs> Mexico. Follow us at HTS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Email me at hard to swallow podcast at gmail.com if you would like to be a special guest or if you are interested in becoming a sponsor for the season or next season or an episode. Let me know if you need to post something. Something. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we out swallowers. It's been love. Love y'all. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye, bitch. Busting that tuna sub. Oh, God. Skit, 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 skat, skat, skit. <laughs> Fried boiled eggs. Mm. Oh, I'm not. I'm not into scat. <laughs> oh not in a little to shit playing. Yeah. We never had a bitch suck your dick with bad breath. It's close enough. Mm. Well, we all know who has bad breath. Good night on that note. Good night. Okay.